feel free to like like put a, like a sick beat drop on this <laughs> and use it as like your intro. Welcome to another episode of the Standing Desk Podcast. I'm your co-host, Ben Norman. And I'm Daniel Carr. Oh, little prankaroonie for you guys right there. Uh, that's well, why you all come here for high-quality entertainment. We probably fooled some our millions of new listeners this yeah, week, tuning in true. this week. Yeah, we are, we are blowing up with some small-time drink brands. So, uh, <laughs> Shout-out, Corinna. Big shout-out. Wherever you are. Awesome comment. Um, great engagement. You know, followed yeah. the pod. We followed back. Go drink. Uh, drink Corinna's. I think drink it's called Corinna's. Drink Corinna's. Yeah, drink yeah. a drink Corinna's. Drink, drink Corinna's. Uh, make the best jingle. engagement we've ever had. Yeah, this is a free sponsor. So, yeah. All you got to do is comment on one of our Instagram posts yeah. and we'll just go to war for you. Or you could donate $5 every month. And hey! <laughs> Look at that. You can get a shout out every week like we do with Cameron James Bird, uh, the world's greatest. Oh, that was Joseph. Oh, wait, no. That's the other Cam I know. Yeah. Idiot. Anyway. <laughs> and for just $5 a month. Epic podcast. For $5 a month, we'll forget your middle name live on the pod. So yeah. We'll uh, dox they- you live on the pod. Yeah. We'll t- and he lives at this address and he makes this much with this social security number. Uh, so yeah, shout out Cameron, the yep. goat. Anyway, moving into topic one, uh, Ben said he wasn't going to tell me what it is because I'd shoot it down immediately. So I'm really excited to hear what this is. So yeah, so so our first topic is something actually near and dear to Cameron's heart, and I think it's near and dear to both of our hearts. Uh, it is Japanese raw fish, sushi. sushi. I don't think will. Oh, sushi out on the pod. I just went. I just went to one of those conveyor belt ones. Oh, which was a trip, dude. So have you, have you been to one of those? I've never been to one of those, no. <laughs> I live in Phoenix, Arizona. You think I'm going to trust conveyor belt sushi? Yeah, that's fair. They do have one in Scottsdale. It's solid. So, um, but yeah, so at this place, they have like these robots, dude, that carry your drinks. What? Like automatic. With, that... Do you think that's like how it is in Japan? No. I do, do you know because well, have you seen their like trains how they're like super high tech like oh cool. yeah just like really good public transport and stuff I mean they do also have other, like this so there is a golf course in Japan that has like a robot caddy oh which is kind of dope that is sick it follows you around everywhere yeah it follows you around everywhere it like carries your clubs it, I think it tells you the yardage you are from oh the does it give you tips on like the club these <laughs> you are absolute <laughs> trash <laughs> Don't use your driver again. You'll slice it once more. <laughs> you, you pull out your pitching wedge. No, 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 please. no, stop. No, please, no. It recognizes when you get too big of a divot in the ground and it charges you extra. Um, well, and you know, they, they're like crazy toilets, dude, and they have like those bidets that are super thick. No. <laughs> maybe that's just in movies. But what? Maybe. How can a bidet be high film? tech? They have like a bunch of options for bidets, like rapid fire. One to ten, we got rainwater and strip the paint off. Yeah, (laughs) hurricane mode. (laughs) 
<laughs> um, <laughs> just made you a new ass. <laughs> um, but uh, so it was like, like pretty much we never saw our server. Our server came over to explain the whole deal. You like took a, a tray off of the conveyor belt and it was a flat fee. It was 320 for every single plate. There was like oh, a- That's kind of clean. There was a, like a little picture of what the next two trays were. So like Sam oh, and Nagiri. And then, so you knew what it was. Yeah. And then you just put the plate in a little slot and it, um, it scans it. So we never saw our server really. Uh, so nice. would in the future, if this is what the future looks like, would you prefer all robotic system or do you like having that human interaction? I would love to have a person seat me at my seat. <laughs> Why? That just seems like that's a it. bourgeoisie that's, thing to say. Bro, that's, that's just, that's the only interaction I want with people at a restaurant. Just like the niceties. Hey, how's it going? Yeah, just like make this make 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 it feel a little less cold. Mm -hmm. But then after that, the the human error I have recently found in restaurants is astounding. Like what? Like I, I so I don't very frequently order food on the internet, like to be delivered or be mm. picked up because I don't trust anybody, uh -huh. and for the following reasons. <laughs> The last probably three times I've ordered food to be picked up, mm -hmm. they've gotten something wrong <laughs> every single time. Is this and like a side or is it an ingredient in it? Like, got no this, tomatoes? Is like, th this isn't like something minor like, oh, like, okay, well, also, yes, everyone always does forget no tomatoes. <laughs> Criminal. All right, first of all. Dude, I wrote I wrote a bad Yelp review about a Jimmy Jones oh. because they three times in a row – after I explicitly called for no tomatoes. They didn't know who they were messing with. They didn't know who they were messing with. I had to offset The tomato sultan. <laughs> yep. Bro, I'm the tomato tyrant. <laughs> but like this other, like, but the other times I've been going places, it's not, it's not been something like that. It's been, hey, I ordered a steak sandwich. Oh, you wanted the tuna sandwich? <laughs> I opened up. Like my sandwich, and I'm like, this is either the lightest steak I've ever seen, or this is fish. Yeah, they just I mashed was, it up a bunch. I was furious. I was so excited to eat this steak That's... sandwich. I was like looking forward to it like all evening, <laughs> and then I get it in front of me, and it's just That's it's really disappointing. Wrong food. And this has happened at multiple different locations that I've been to. Where was this? So this was at this place called Hula's in North. Scotland. Okay, yeah, I know who yeah. was. Yeah, I, I was getting the steak sandwich, and they just gave me like the tuna, the bit. The, uh -huh. I don't know what it was. I was pissed. That sucks, dude. And then, like, I think somewhere else they gave me like just the wrong food. Like, I, I asked to go. Like, yeah, it was also I, to go. At, I think at Harumi, like, I asked for salmon nigiri, and they gave me something that was not salmon <laughs> nigiri. I don't know. There's a bunch of like fish skin on it. I was like, yo, <laughs> it just consistently wrong every time. Yeah. It's that sucks. I don't know if that is a failure of the point of sale system at <laughs> restaurants or if that is a failure of we are hiring high school people that do not necessarily pay that much attention to detail. It's got to be something with the phone communications. I know Harumi is really loud, so there's probably some uh, disconnect there. Yeah, exactly. Well, and 
see, this is another awful thing. Like, you know, my girlfriend Macy is vegan. And so mm. she orders this bur- a, a burger there at Hula's. Like they have an mm. impossible burger. Mm-hmm. Impossible meat is not meat for those who are unaware. It's sure. made of plants. You could eat, you could eat it right off the farm. Real burgers are called possible burgers. Yeah, possible burgers. There's yeah. a recent change. So whenever you're ordering a burger, call it a possible burger, or you'll yep. you'll sound dumb if you don't say that. Exactly. So unless you want a tartar burger, you should probably cook the meat. So every time she's gone on the phone, hey, I want the the hula burger. I want the impossible patty. I want this to be vegan. She says it that way. They're like, okay, how do you want that cooked? And she's like, no, no, no. I want the impossible patty. They're like, oh, okay. They definitely don't understand what an impossible burger is. Bro, if you... If my whole job is to know a menu. <laughs> well, no, I think I, I think the it. problem is probably the host or hostess takes the call. The host or hostess doesn't need to study the menu. That's fair. Nine times out of 10 because they're just seating people, which is why a lot of the, the better places will have the bartender take the orders. Yeah. So then they know the menu and everything. And I can order an old fashioned. <laughs> so when you go to Harumi, my yeah. follow up question to the sushi tangent so there are a lot of ways to go about sushi, right? Yeah. Oh, sushi- yeah. We got, I forgot we were talking about sushi. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right? There are plenty of ways to go about a sushi experience. So you can get a miso soup you as a starter, and then you can get a couple rolls, or you could get, like, gyoza or whatever. So what is your game plan when you go out and get sushi? So I usually – I'm a big edamame guy. Okay. It, it's nice and light. It'll get me, you know, primed and ready. Sushi in itself is not very filling. Sure. So I'm going to get something that has a little protein to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, usually paired hand in hand with some seaweed salad. Dude. I don't facts. know what it is about that so stuff, good. but it is gas. It is gas for sure. Very refreshing. So, yeah. So I'll prime myself with those two bad boys before we start to get in the real meat of it. Pun intended. <laughs> but, and then from there, I'll, I'll get whatever I'm kind of feeling. Usually it's a few orders of nigiri paired with a roll. Okay. What kind of nigiri? Like salmon? Oh, it's salmon nigiri every time. That is the true benchmark of any sushi restaurant, I believe. Like a margarita pizza for pizza. Exactly. Like Mm -hmm. how good can you do one of the most basic, Mm -hmm. simple pieces of sushi on earth? And that's how you can tell how fresh their uh, fish is, I feel like. Yeah, exactly. If it comes off with little, like, comes out with like little cartoon green squiggly lines above <laughs> it, like that's not good. But like, uh, otherwise, it's like if that's like blowing your socks off, you're like, yeah, this is a spot. Like, this is somewhere I need to come back to. Mm-hmm. Okay, you ever do like a mochi dessert or no? No, not usually. But what kind of roll? It's tough. It some like if it's like a new place, I'll try and get one of their signature like cool rolls. Yeah, but if if it if it's just me running it back. Just me and the boys at Harumi. It's usually like a spicy tuna roll. Yeah, dude. So good. Just nice and simple. Real good. Like spicy yellowtail, something like that. Just give me fish and like cucumbers. Mm -hmm. Wrap it in some rice. Yeah, I think it's a spot. I actually found recently that signature rolls are a little much. Like it feels like I'm not even eating sushi, really. Yeah, some of them are pretty aggressively deep fried, which is kind of eh, but... I'm not going to say no to a Vegas roll every now and then. Yeah, Sometimes fact. you just got to let loose and let that boy fly. For real. 
Um, For real? But, yeah. What about what about you, man? Uh kind of similar. Kind of a, are you a Yoza guy? Yeah, I'm a big Yoza guy. Well, you know, back when we looked oh, yeah. to the Trader Joe's pot stickers. Yeah, this man would eat just pot stickers. Just straight up. Just no and, sauce. And the worst part was he got me to do it too. <laughs> I'm I, saw him, baby. I saw him eating those and I was like, those look good. <laughs> and then I started buying them too. Yeah, they're good. I was happy eating them. They made me feel like shit. But um, I do that. Or like a, a, most food. <laughs> or like a miso if I'm uh, falling on a budget. And then some. usually if I'm hungry, I'll do one specialty, one simple. So like a, a spicy tuna and a dragon roll. Or a spicy tuna and a Vegas roll. Or if I'm not feeling something too heavy, I'll go with spicy tuna, spicy salmon. Boom. Wow, big All spicy you. guy. Mm-hmm. Wow, yeah. interesting. But like the flavors are different enough that it, it like doesn't get old. Um, yeah. I don't need a lot of spicy food, so I kind of just feel like when I do, I need to go all in. You know, it's full scent. Full I'm scent. eating ethnic tonight. Might as well get crazy. <laughs> uh, and then, yeah, that's about it. No, Have you no ever much. done a sushi restaurant where it's like they just bring you out a bunch of stuff and you just eat it? I've never done that. You absolutely you? need to do. Yeah, you absolutely need to go to Sugarfish. Oh, is that what they do there? Yeah. So like they, well, that's one of the options, and that is like the thing to do there. They have three tiers of menu mm-hmm. uh, for in that. So like it's just varying levels of food going all the way up to like the max level, which is called "Don't think, just eat." Whoa. Yeah, it's is pretty that uh, I did the tier below it, which was still like a good amount of food. Yeah, yeah it was it was forty four bucks. Oh, it's not that bad. It's like a treat yourself you meal for sure. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is it like oh, a no, it is, no? No, 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 no. You do oh. that for one person. Okay. It's, 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 a treat yourself thing. it's a treat yourself occasion. Like, but like I, I went there with, with Cameron when I was in LA, like, but I wouldn't have probably done it unless I wasn't on work mm-hmm. paying for my meals. Per so diem. Just like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was on per diem and I didn't eat breakfast. And then I skimped on lunch so that I could use the rest of my per diem to just ball out for sushi. It's the way to go, dude. Life hacks. <laughs> Dude, per diem is the way to go if, for everything. I, for I I finesse the system so hard for that. I would eat Chipotle two times a day and then just pocket the rest of my per diem. Dude, that's what you have to do. Just skip breakfast, huh? coffee for lunch, yeah. and go to Fogo. Bro, that's how I bought AirPods the first time. <laughs> Dude, I, actually, I, I, literally, over, math, bro. It was it was. I had I had seventy five dollars a day in Colorado when I was there, and I mm. spent thirty dollars on food each day. So I was pocketing $45 a day, four days in a week. That's 160 bucks or 120. Passive income, baby. (laughs) Just stealing money. And then I pulled up to the, oh, the next week, I pulled up to the airport with AirPods in and I was like, what's up, guys? New man over here, man. Throwing money at people. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that's our sushi talk. Let us know your favorite role. By Instagramming us, we got it wrong on the last um, yeah. pod. It's mm-hmm. Standing Desk Podcast. At Standing Desk Podcast. We have over 100 followers. It's, it's climbing, all right? Don't check the ratio. <laughs> Get up while it's still low, like the stock market. All right. Exactly. Buy low. All right. We'll be right back. Welcome back. Uh, this is Icebreaker. Uh, you know the drill. We call someone we know and ask them a random question. Uh, so... We're going to call the person who is actually the intro of this podcast. He's the voice behind Eddie's, our, our friend Brendan. 
Uh, so good guy, childhood friend, loves sports, music. He's like, uh, he's like an, what, what's it called? Like an everyman? You know? Isn't that a brand? <laughs> I don't know. I, he's like Seth Rogen. He like gets along with that. Anyway. <laughs> he's like Seth Rogen, famously. What's up, guy? You're on the Standing Death Podcast. Again. <laughs> Come on. We had to run it back. We had to run it back. I was like, Ben, uh, we've been talking all week. Can't wait to see you. Like, do you have like a fun like dinner reservation idea for this weekend? Like a, like a cool trendy activity. <laughs> this is our trending activity. We're plotting all weekend. All right, we're gonna spend the next seventy-two hours together. So <laughs> this this better be good, otherwise. Okay. I think it's good. I think you'll like it. All right, all right so. Nice. As you may or may not know, I don't know if you've ever listened, but we uh, asked <laughs> we asked someone a ran- on every episode. We asked someone a random question, um, and uh, it, it's called icebreaker. So we asked them a random question to break the ice. So our question for you is: uh, What is your starting five of food mascots? Food mascots? Yeah. So, like you know, Tony the Tiger. <laughs> Actually, it could be any brand. It could be like um, Mr. Clay. Okay. Okay. And they have to be... Did you say they have to be an animal? No, it could be anyone. Mr. Clean is an animal, but he's he's a human. (laughs) Dad. (laughs) Can you hear him? Barely. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Let me just say there's a lot of pressure riding on these picks because uh, the last time a member of my family was on this podcast, (laughs) they put Stan by (laughs) Evan. Much we haven't forgotten. <laughs> People are still clamoring on the boards for he's on a watch list. Yeah, seriously. All right. Mount Rushmore. No. No, no, not starting five. Oh, starting five. Okay. Like you're assembling a roster to okay, to so play like some height. Yeah, like like imagine they're like the monsters. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. Wow. Um, all right, starting five. I am going to go with uh, the Leprechaun from Lucky Charms. <laughs> okay, that's pretty good. Lucky? <laughs> yeah, feel like... He's probably he fast. Can, he, can, he can fly around, navigate space well, uh, really probe the defense. He's got like a John Stockton build. Yeah, yeah, a John Stockton build. I'm going to, in my mind, Ronald McDonald's like 6'5". <laughs> That tracks. That tracks. Absolutely no idea if that's true, but I feel like this is a good segue into a little stock in the dynasty. <laughs> okay. Uh, Bro, not the Hamburglar at the four? What? <laughs> okay. That's your two? Okay. That's my one and my five. Uh, yeah, the offense starts with a little one-five. Everything else is just pace, pace around that. Okay. Um, I'm going to put the Coyote from... Uh, like the cookie crisps? Cookie crisps here. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's a chaotic lead. mascot for sure. <laughs> yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get some speed on the outside. Yeah. yeah. Little uh, three and D gag. Yeah. Yeah. Just a little lock up. Bro, that's just Steven Jackson. Uh, 
my mind is only going to fast food and cereal right now. <laughs> <laughs> so fair. Uh, there's some other. Well, like John Silver. Really the Tigers get power forward. Hundred percent. He could bang some bodies. Hundred percent. Occupy some space. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, uh, the Tiger. Old. Yeah, still keep up with our high high tempo offense. <laughs> All right, so now, now I need a three. <laughs> um, actually, let me let me move the Coyote to the three as okay. in a, in a true three and D, uh, and let me get the blonde. Well, let me get. Uh, let me get Crackle. <laughs> I was hoping that's where you would go. <laughs> Crackle's I definitely like, the best. I feel, yeah. like he, I feel like he has big combo nerd potential. Mm. Uh, he clearly knows how to work on a team. He's already part of the big three. There was how to sacrifice his ego for championship aspirations. True. Uh, and I just don't think you're fine with that on your waiver wire day to day. I love it. I've got the leprechaun. I've got crackle, the coyote, Tony the tiger, and Ronald McDonald. <laughs> Dude, that's, that's pretty crazy. That's a dynasty. <laughs> yeah. We, uh, Ronald McDonald clocking in at six foot four with size 15. <laughs> All right. What'd you say, Dan? Oh, I was just saying Ronald McDonald's clocking in at six foot four with size like 20 shoe. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the thing is our front office is definitely hoping for a growth spurt. <laughs> We're taking PJ our Tucker. From like a Giannis-esque <laughs> uh, progression in the league. Yeah, I love it. A project. All right, man. Thank you. We appreciate it. Hey, this has been a, a pleasure. Uh, Long time listener. Huge fan of what you guys are doing. Appreciate the free content. <laughs> Uh, and I'll see you this weekend, Benji. Yes, sir. All right, man. See you, boys. See you. That was good. Well thought out. The Bird Bros, they they know what they're talking about. Bro, you already know that that team's coached by Long John Silver. That man has generations of knowledge. Uh, I will say that Dan and I discussed this uh, beforehand, and we both agreed that uh, the Kool-Aid man is a no-brainer. Yeah, that's, that's, that's like Orlando Magic Shaq. But I like Ronald McDonald. I didn't really, I didn't really think of that. He's like, uh, like Amari Stoudemire. He's it's PJ Tucker, man. Yeah, He's gonna clog the paint and your arteries. <laughs> it's pretty good. All right, we'll be right back. Welcome back to the Standing Desk Podcast. Uh, if you were watching this live on the video, you saw me just swipe on into the video screen, and I don't know why I just did that. Um, anyway, Ben, I would consider you a decently well-traveled individual. Okay. Much more, much more than myself, I would say. We're in the lower quarter percentile for sure. Oh yeah. No, well, that's... actually, I don't know. Anyway, I've been to like. Yeah. No, you're. Yeah. We're, I haven't we're... been to that many places. I feel like you've been to more domestic, more places domestic. <laughs> domestic. Yeah. Domestic. Yeah. Yeah, I'm probably a little bit better domestically traveled, but you're an inter- a man of international mystery. Um, <laughs> and intrigue. And intrigue. So. That, that means that we've stayed at a lot of different hotels, uh, mm-hmm. hostels, and Airbnbs in our day. Mm-hmm. And something that I, that's been kind of coming up recently that I've been uh, seeing on the internet forums uh, is the debate on, is Airbnb still better a better option than a hotel? Um, I don't think it is. Okay. And why do you say? Well, they are astronomically expensive. <laughs> I don't know if you, well, we look. Which one? Hotels or uh, Or both. I think Airbnbs are somehow more expensive. Um, it's usually like the hidden fees, the cleaning fees are like four hundred dollars for a right. two hundred night stay. Um, two hundred night, two hundred dollar night, <laughs> two hundred 
Sorry. 200. Well, I'll take that all day. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I haven't, I haven't had an Airbnb since you got one for your birthday last year. I think that's the last time I went to one, too, actually. Mm-hmm. They're good for group settings. Yeah. Yeah, that's the only, like, I think, advantage that Airbnbs have over a hotel is that it can house more people in a more central location as opposed to everyone being in separate hotel rooms yeah. and dealing with all that. Like that can be a bit annoying, but I feel like there's also now so many more restrictions on Airbnbs that mm-hmm. like, is it even worth it anymore? Cause initially, I like, I feel like in its heyday, Airbnb was like, I can get all my friends into one house. We can have a good time, hang out. Like but 50 now it's bucks like, a person. Yeah. And now it's, you can have two cars parked on the street. You have to be dead yeah. silent after 9 p.m. and have installed <laughs> noise monitors in the house. There must not sure. be a single fingerprint on any table or any chair. Exactly. And, uh, oh, and by the way, all of the neighbors hate that I'm doing an Airbnb at <laughs> this house. Yeah, the neighbors at the Airbnb, you got complained, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So the, the neighbors complained that at 6 p.m. we were playing rude music. It was Migos. Uh, yeah, it was just Migos, and it was not loud at all. Actually, uh, it was yeah. just, it, it was literally six p.m. It was um, literally like a Bose speaker that I got in twenty fourteen. Yeah, how we, loud we, we did that wheel in like a like a EDM like DJ set? Like it was literally just a small little Bose speaker that was ruining the tranquility of the Saturday night that we were hanging out in the backyard. Um, yeah, there's a Tiesto concert going on in your backyard. I'm pretty sure I just saw Steve Aoki throw cake from your roof. Um, so that's like, there was literally signs. There's been signs up in other neighborhoods that say like Airbnbs hurt neighborhoods. Like we don't want you here. Like it's a big problem in Arizona. And like there were, some efforts to get certain laws passed about they're called short-term rentals. And I get it, you know, they're a nuisance and oftentimes it's like partiers or people that just don't respect the neighborhood because they're not held accountable. Like I, I get it, but um, bro, just relax. <laughs> At the same time, it's like, like I'm sure those same people also use Airbnbs. Oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> the same people that complain. And it's like, I don't know. There's just pros and cons to both, you know? Okay, so let's talk good parts of hotels. <laughs> what Everything are your is clean. Everything will be cleaned every time I leave the room. Like, I'm going out for the day. I come back. My my room has been tidied up. It is Everything is back in its little place. They refilled my little shampoo containers. So you do that. That's interesting. I will always put on the do not disturb sign when I leave. And just, I like my stuff where it is, where I can find it, in its place. Of course. I'm a very paranoid person. Yes. No. We, we've been known. So that makes a little more sense. So, you, why you, so then why do you even go to a hotel? What's the point? Um, I like the shower. I like, like the nice what? bathroom. The That's nice the, bathroom is my favorite part. Are you staying at the Ritz-Carlton? <laughs> I'm not staying in my cousin brothel bro nope that's not the right word no brothel no that was not the word you were looking oh, for really? I, pro- I promise you um i can guarantee you that oops <laughs> uh, um caitlin if you're listening he didn't mean it um 
Dude, every hotel I've been to, it's just some like rinky dink little like tub shower that's like not nice. What? Like, I feel like I, there are very few, and the water pressure is always so janky in every hotel. Bro. I can never get good water pressure. Hotels. I just stay at a Marriott. Yeah, this is a problem, I guess. I guess no. I of nicer hotels. I try to forget about my lackluster hotel experience. Dude, even like the, like, quote unquote, nicer hotels I've stayed at, such as the Beverly Hilton, was not huh. that nice. Yeah. Well, I also got put on like the motel I more side, bro. Even, but there's like celebrities that stay there. Oh, really? Things. Yeah, that's where they have the freaking uh, <laughs> the Golden Globes. Damn. Like, oh yeah, nice. I just like a brothel. <laughs> yeah. I wonder yeah. how many times I've said that in conversation. <laughs> yeah, I stayed at some brothel this last weekend, and I was like, dude, this Ben dude kind of he goes hard. That it's still fair for that sentence. <laughs> Yeah, I, I guess. Yeah, there's that's one way to look at. It. I don't know, man. Like, I feel like hotels, at least for like just a standard, not expensive hotel, it's just such a. This is gonna. I am not gonna spend time here. This is a place where I am just about to go any other place. I'm gonna leave the hotel. That is the thing I'm gonna do. I'm not gonna spend a lot of time here. And an Airbnb is a much more friendly place to like hang out if I need to. Mm-hmm. I guess I feel like I can do, I can make more of a mess in a hotel because it's a corporation that owns it. It's not a person's home. I'm sticking it to the man. Yeah. <laughs> I go on vacations to get messy. Well, I mean, I, I like clean up and stuff. I don't know. I guess I'm just less self-conscious. I also like the big bed. Beds in hotels are nice. Yeah. I like how you can crank the AC. That is pretty nice. I do. I I do that. I I do be partaking. In that. <laughs> That's a vibe. That's probably the best part. Yeah, I, I walk into that room and if, if it's immediately below seventy degrees, <laughs> I don't like how you kind of have to like go out and find breakfast. You have to find every single meal. Yeah, in a hotel, in an Airbnb, you can you can cook. Yeah, like getting in and out of a hotel is a daunting experience yes you have to get, like, get to the elevator get down the elevator get to the mm-hmm. car find where you park the car go airbnb it's like your home you walk mm-hmm. outside and your car is there and i'm ready to go or i can walk into the neighborhood that i'm already in and find like a coffee shop or a breakfast location yeah yep but there's just something that annoys me like every like airbnb person i see on the internet now they're like yeah i just installed these news noise detectors which will signal to me when people are being too loud and then I can kick them out. Like, (laughs) bro, like you, how are people staying? How are they getting any business? I have no idea because people probably don't have many other choices for like large group trips or something like that. I guess I would rather just do seven rooms at that point. Honestly, sometimes that's more fun. If it's like all crowded, bro, rowdy party in the crowded hotel room. Go down to the or go down to the hotel bar and just mess around, dude. I think I stand by my. I think hotels are yeah. way better now. They're yeah, way better. I, that's true. Hotels are pretty fun. I, I like, I'll, I'll agree with that. Sometimes they have a pool. Yeah. Usually, there's like more stuff around. Yeah, it's like in like a touristy or at least there's amenities around where you can usually yeah. walk around. I just remember, oh man, it just depends where you're staying. Like if it's like a true vacation, then yeah, like hotels are the way to go. 
Like, you've like, been staying in an Airbnb in Hawaii or Vegas. Two very right. different <laughs> Same thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. But maybe in, like, Nashville, you might stay in an Airbnb. Right, because it's going to be more residential friendly. Yeah. Dude, I wish I could do that for, like, work. Like, I remember just Airbnb. having to... Yeah, do an Airbnb. That'd be yeah. sweet. Because I remember I used... When I was tra- when I traveled to Houston, I wasn't even in, like, Houston proper. I was, like... Freaking like banjo music played as soon as I walked outside, like tight beat for Houston. And I was in just crawdad singing. Yeah, exactly. I was in some random like courtyard Marriott. I didn't have a rental car, so my only option for really getting food, it was it was the hotel. I had to just suffer with whatever they were cooking up in that back kitchen there. Kitchen grits. (laughs) It was so brutal. And like when we like went out to lunch the locations around like the they're like oh where should we go like i was like oh cool like i you know it's houston i'm gonna see some local spots it's gonna be a blast like should we go to like buffalo wild wings i was like this gourmet meat restaurant it's like brazilian steakhouse buffalo wild wings yeah and they're like oh there's this really good restaurant like you know i don't know if you've ever had like real like mexican food or anything like that but it's got good stuff and i was like okay first of all you know i'm from arizona I'm oh, Rubio's. Yeah, I'm closer to the border than you. And it was just Tex Mex. It was just like Fajita. <laughs> yeah, I was like, is this a joke? I was like, they're like, oh, isn't this like super good? And I was like, uh huh. What is this, Nashville? No, Houston. Oh, Houston. Houston. Yeah. It was. That's weird. Because it was just, just Tex Mex. I guess it's kind of far from the border. Well, it's just as far from the border as Phoenix is. Houston? Or how north is that? I mean, it's it's in southern Texas, but if you think about it, you got New Mexico in the way, and then San Antonio, and then that's kind of around where Mexico ends, and then it's like six hundred miles to Houston. Mm. I, I'm pretty sure. I don't know. I'm not <laughs> a master on the <laughs> southern border. Uh, well, no, Phoenix is cool. Phoenix is closer than we're uh, probably like three hundred miles from now. Yeah, we're probably like 200 to 300 miles. Probably 200 yeah. miles to the border. Yeah, Houston is is a bit away from the border. That is your geographical lesson from saying this yeah. podcast. Phoenix Exclusive is closer time. to Mexico and yeah. unbeatable geography lesson. Exactly. Like if I do, I'm just doing a little Google Maps searching up real quick. Okay, I'm just gonna monologue while you do that. <laughs> so that's my thing. I have you ever rated a hotel bar? Or sorry, hotel uh, mini fridge? No, that's way too expensive. Yeah. yeah. I'll go down to the hotel bar. See, like, yeah. Hotel bars are fun. It's kind of fun like, when you're just kind of chilling. Sometimes they're fun and other times they're kind of depressing. Yeah. Like, well, I went down there for like a 5.30 dinner once and I was like, this sucks. <laughs> drinking a lot. It was like me and some like random like 60-year-old other dude out there for business and we were just kind of talking about sports for a little bit. And I was like, wow. This is my life. That's bleak. This, I would is... rather be alone for sure. Oh, yeah. I was just drinking some random beer, watching <laughs> whatever was on the TV. It's always some random sport that's on because, like, if you're on the East Coast, it's way Oh, yeah. Hour. It's like D3 left-handed Frisbee <laughs> golf. like A replay of, like, a 2014 wild card football game. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, oh, I hope you're enjoying our replay of this 2008 conference semifinal game one matchup and like the women's yeah, college, college world, world series. 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Any other thoughts? Nope. Closing remarks is uh, I've decided hotels are better than Airbnbs. Boom. We got to do another hotel vacation soon. Our last one was like Vegas. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. The tomato tyrants aren't yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Cooler Talk. Cooler Talk. I'm trying to figure out a way to say that so that it comes through. <laughs> that, that went through. Um, so you know the drill. We get random drink and try it live on the podcast. So Dan, you want to kick us off? Sure. So I was doing my, my normal week of grocery shopping. Uh, I was perusing the aisles, seeing what I seeing what I saw, seeing if something caught my eye. Mm-hmm. And Ben, I don't know about you, but I, I used to be a big Gatorade drinker. Mm-hmm. I the light blue Gatorade is one of the best things that's ever been made by mankind. Okay. And so I, I saw a very familiar kind of lightish blue uh, color. And I was like, well, I'll be, has someone recreated a similar flavor profile to the infamous frost Gatorade. So today we're putting uh, vitamin water to the test. We're putting their ice flavor. Dude, I've seen that too. I almost got that one time. It looks, it looks really good. It does look delightful. Something about that color. You're so right. It's a cool blueberry lavender flavor. Uh, it apparently has a hint of cool in it or a hint of chill. Oh. <laughs> so I don't know if that means the vibe or the feeling. So okay. I'll be the judge of that. Uh, I'm going to crack her open. It, it kind of does smell like a blue Gatorade. Really? Let's go. I don't know dude. if that's placebo or what, <laughs> but it smells really good. I think it's that blueberry. Let's go. I'm pumped. You haven't had a good one in a while. That's kind of gas. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Did it jump over jump, man? Dude, this hold, oh, oh man, not again. Hold on, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Dude, that's really good. Did did it jump over the jump, man? Dude, that jumped over the jump, man. Really sure. better than With the zero blue. grams of added sugar. This is only ten calories for this whole bottle. Wow, this is really good. Let's go, dude. This this is Gatorade adjacent. Um, I feel like a chiller person now that I've consumed some of it. Yeah, dude. The chiller. This is like a 7-9. Woo! I don't think that that's your top one ever, but it's pretty good. We yeah, were pretty, pretty generous with some of our earlier ratings, dude. Like, oh, I stand by my highest rated. My highest rated ever is that, that Boba one. That one was... Yeah. No, no. Well, you have two that are tied. The bubble one and then the poppy watermelon prebiotic soda. Yeah, it doesn't sound like me. That's just no way I've had it. It's not good. Yeah. So, something you said reminded me of a tweet I saw. So Oreo released these um, Oreos that are coated in chocolate. So it's an Oreo chocolate. Dang, that sounds so good. And they're called... Oreo enrobed. Not so when you, eat, when you eat it, you disrobe it. Yeah. No, Isn't that gross? Not, that's not right. Yeah. I don't I, I don't want the word robe anywhere near my Oreo. <laughs> I know. All right. That's horrifying. So after I got sushi tonight, um, it was like a little square where it was mostly uh Japanese stores. There's like a Japanese sandwich shop, there's a Japanese um like surplus store, I don't know, grocery store. Yeah. Um, so I got this Japanese drink. Obviously, don't know what it says, but it has like a watermelon wrapping around it. 
it's like enrobed green. in watermelon. Yeah, exactly. Um, so <clears throat> they have, um, oh wait, no, they have some uh, English translations. This is the Suica Soda Tomomasu Drink BR. Don't know well, now we know what it is. <laughs> it is art- the flavors artish- artificially flavored watermelon. That's the flavor? Yeah. Good. Not naturally flavored. Yeah. <laughs> to be sure. They're very transparent in Japan. Um, this is a product of Japan. This isn't some bullshit. This is the from the source. Uh, so... Yeah, we're gonna give it a uh, give it a taste. That was a good crack. It's a pretty cool little bottle. It looks like those uh, New York uh, sodas or whatever. It smells like watermelon. It smells like hubba bubba watermelon. Does it, does it, okay, so artificial watermelon. Okay. <laughs> Wait, that's not natural. It's not bad. It doesn't really taste like watermelon. I'd say it tastes this like artificial um, watermelon. Not even artificial watermelon. I think it tastes like um, like like strawberry. Doesn't really taste like. It just tastes sweet. Yeah, it's like sweet sugar water. It's, it's like, like one of those drinks that says it's like X flavored, but then you look at the ingredients. It's like blueberry, strawberry, <laughs> and cherry extract, and like All the actual those- flavor is dragon fruit. It says a high fructose syrup. Yeah, it's probably just that. Yeah, just syrup. Um, but I wonder how many people believe that it's watermelon flavored because of the coat, you know, placebo. placebo. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to give it a um, uh, six, two. Okay, so every time we do this, I predict what your score is going to be in my head based on your really? reaction, and I guess six, two. Let's go. I'm well very done. proud of myself for that one. You win. I win Nothing. cooler talk this week. <laughs> or icebreaker. No, it is cooler talk. No. <laughs> All right. You're too chill out, bro. Yeah, right. I'm just vibing right over here. Dude, this is so good. We'll be right back. Woo. So on last week's episode, we asked Stenson what he what approach he would take uh, if he found himself in a zombie apocalypse. He was in a grocery store, so he had to go from there. Um, he decided to just stay in the grocery store and fend from there. So we are in a different. We're going to take this step further and do a bigger deep dive into how we would survive a zombie apocalypse. We didn't really discuss a lot of the. The finer details. Yeah, like how many people are alive, et cetera. What the end goal is, if there's a way to beat all the zombies. But uh, we'll, we'll just go from there. So uh, we, we're each starting at our home. So, Dan, so yeah. this will kind of change my approach. What kind of zombies are we talking here? Are we talking like World War Z psycho climbing zombies? Or are we talking more of a walking dead, still kind of aggressive, but a little more... Tank. I think like, yeah, like Walking Dead, mostly walker, like mix of walkers and ru- mostly walkers, but some runners. Okay. Okay. That, that, may, that, that helps me a lot and reaffirms my choices that I was thinking. Okay. So my thoughts were, okay, of course, everyone's immediate thought is I need shelter of some sort, which is true. Mm-hmm. I 
personally believe that against, you know, your walkers and runners of the world, my current apartment building is actually very secure. (laughs) Um, There are a lot of locked doors. There are no residences on the first floor. It's just a garage. And the garage is remote controlled doors, like big metal doors. Mm. So very secure to even get to the bottom level, let alone the upper levels themselves. Mm. So I think the as soon as pandemic evil zombie breakout happens, starts, whatever, we need to get organized. All right. Mm. I'm a I'm I'm great at taking initiative on things like this, you know, zombie planning. So of course <laughs> I'm gonna I'm, I'll start the planning. Uh, with uh, start with my floor, get an inventory of all right. All right, here's what we got to do. If you want to stay, stay. If not, GTFO and leave stuff for the rest of us. Okay. So that will at least have a good pool of resources. We'll get an idea of what's around us, but we got to act quick. So mm-hmm. I know there's like four grocery stores in like a two mile radius of me. So we're mm-hmm. cleaning house mm-hmm. on every single one of those Johns. All right, we send out people to go to each one. Uh, we get all the stuff we can grab there, including uh, sharp cutlery such as knives. Uh, mm-hmm. should we need it. I'm assuming there's some firearms within the building somewhere. Mm-hmm. It's Arizona. There's got to be guns. Mm-hmm. So we're going to pull all those together. And then we're going to start barricading ourselves in and building out a system to make sure that we're going to survive in this building as long as we need to. There is roof access. I can get a 360 degree view of the building. Sure. I have balcony accesses so I can snipe at zombies if I want to. <laughs> uh, getting the gun. What? Where are you getting the gun? I'm hoping that someone in the building has okay. one. <laughs> gotcha. um, and then and then from there, we can start to send out parties to go grab things and uh, get additional supplies as needed. Okay. That's pretty good. Yeah, your building is good. What if someone breaks in through your front door? Let's say they're like fairly strict, like... I'm thinking of like Call of Duty where they can like break through doors. I don't know, man. Well, how are they going to get upstairs? It's a bunch of metal doors to get upstairs to the residence levels. The uh, the fire staircase. Bro, it's a big metal door that's electronically locked. You think they're going to break through really? that? I feel like they can find a way. Barricade <laughs> it. Barricade the other doors then. Okay. Well, we'll I, I am confident in the security of this establishment. All right, fair enough. And my own planning abilities to make sure that there ain't going to be any leaks. Okay. And is this spread through biting? Uh, sure. Okay. Then, yeah, I feel good about this. <laughs> so, uh, I like yeah. where I sit. My hardest part was the shelter. I didn't know where to go. My apartment is only two stories, so it's like more of a courtyard stuff. And it's like glass. Get to, It's glass windows to get in there. Yeah, it's... uh. Zombie could definitely break in pretty. <laughs> so, um, so first thing I'm doing, so I have a, a grocery store, two minute walk from my house. Yep. So if my car is available, let's say my car is available. So I take like pot and pan and some knives. And I'll pot? You're going to start smoking pot yeah. in the zombie it's apocalypse? First, light up. <laughs> We're in for a long Clear day. Clear my mind. <laughs> Wake and bake. Um, drive to the grocery store. Get like, you know. I would get food imagining that I'm like never going to be able to go to the grocery store again. So like soup, protein bars. Lamone Lays. Yeah, <laughs> Lamone Lays. I get some Tupperware for sure. Um, 
but I keep the pot and pan in case I have a chance to get to a grocery, another grocery store at some point. Of course, water. And, uh, you know, I got to go with those vitamin water chills. Oh, absolutely. Suggested for energy. Um, I would get one of those grills if they have the, those, like, you know, those little mini. Oh, yeah, the grills. mini ones. Yeah. Grills. Some charcoal. Oh, yeah. Electric. Yeah. So then um, I'm hoping that they're, it's not too widespread at this point. I don't live in a super busy area. So then I could get back in my car. There's a big five, eight minutes down the road. So go to big five, get all the guns, <laughs> get guns. I would get a tent. I would get a, a, a cooler, some binoculars, and um, uh, I'd get a bike as well. Of course and, you would. <laughs> got a bike everywhere. Bro. Well, because the problem, see, I had a different approach. I had the vision that I would constantly have to be on the run because like, my first idea was go to, to go to the top of the Hollywood sign. Oh, <laughs> right my. to the top of the mountain, and then just snipes just off Benji's last stand. <laughs> well, because I feel like if they're slow and there's some walkers, like that's a big mountain, man. They're gonna get tired going up. Yeah, there. I can see them all coming. Uh, then I could have my tent and everything. I'd have everything I needed. But then I realized LA is the uh, third most populated city, if not second. A lot third. of zombies. In the uh, in the country, so a lot of zombies for sure. A lot of zombies. I decided instead that I go like 15 minute drive to the marina, just south of Santa Monica. Steal a boat, <laughs> then drive the boat down to San Diego because San Diego is a little less populated, still so somewhat populated. Then this is where I'm not sure what I do if they have a local airport there. If the airports are still operational, I steal a plane. <laughs> I steal a plane. So fly a plane to Langley, Virginia, CIA headquarters. Um, hopefully they're still good. If, if not, th- this is where it's like total crapshoot. I would have to pick like Fort Knox. I looked up most secure buildings in the country. <laughs> it's Langley, Fort Knox. And they're going to let you in? No, no, no. I, I know the governor of Arizona. It's fine. <laughs> um, well, there's a zombie apocalypse going on. I feel like they'd welcome a normal-looking fella. Nope. You're no. toast. Bro, you got way better chances Yo, of just bro, driving to Phoenix and just hopping in my apartment complex. All right, I'll vouch but, for you. All right, fine. I'm taking the boat, San Diego, flying over to Phoenix, going... Yeah, I was about to dox you. I was about to dox you. Go in your apartment and uh, we'll duke it out. And I got all the guns and stuff. Yeah, we can go get some coffee. It's right across the street. We'll, we'll <laughs> get we'll, some Lola. We'll steal all the beans they got. Yeah, it's going to be good. Uh, okay. Let's know how you would survive a zombie pocket. Except for you, Stenson. We already know. <laughs> and you wouldn't call your wife. Yeah. yeah, I was also picturing I would just be like the only person. Caitlin's already dead. Yeah. 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 The <laughs> lone wolf. Yeah, All right. that's, yeah, that's true. Macy, you'd come with me. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. <laughs>
whatever you like. Bring your girls, it's whatever tonight. Your man just left, I'm the plumber tonight. I check your pipe. Oh, you the healthy type. Well, here goes some egg whites. Now give me that sweet, that nasty, that gushy stuff. Let me tell you what we gon' do. Two plus two, I'm gon' undress you. Then we gonna go three and three. You gon' undress me. Then we gonna go four and four. We gon' freak some more, but first. Thank you. 